Hello there people, I'm back again and this time I'm with a very very interesting person. I'm with Jaya. She is essentially a lawyer and from then on she moved to be a strength coach and a phenomenal yoga teacher. She's done her PGDB from Krishnamacharya Yoga Mandiram and she's amazing. Her classes are brilliant. I've been to one of them and she's amazing at her work. I'm so so glad to have you here Jaya. Hi. So Jaya, um, I want to know a little bit more about this Krishnamanchari Yoga Mandram because I want everybody to know, uh, you know, the recognition that the center itself has. Thank you, Shiva. That was a very generous introduction. I don't know whether I can live up to that anyway. So I am from, as you said, I'm from KYM, Krishnamacharya Yoga Mandram. I did my uh, postgraduate diploma in yoga studies mm-hmm. uh, in the year 2014 to 2016. It was a two, one and a half year course. And the uh, KYM, as you see, is an, is an ISO certified organization. So we focus on uh, yoga therapy. So this is, this is very unique because this is something which uh, was uh, developed by our guru, Sri T. Krishnamacharya, who was one of the uh, modern uh, the, the modern founders of the, the, the current system of yoga. Mm-hmm. So this is more, uh, you know, holistic because as if you, if you notice now, it's, it's the, in the commercial arena, if you see, yoga is promoted as just asanas. The asana is only one limb of yoga. There are eight limbs of yoga, mm-hmm. but asana is one limb. It's an important limb, no doubt, but it is uh, nevertheless just one limb of yoga, which is being promoted as, you know, people standing on their head, doing acrobatics, power mm-hmm. yoga. It's not, it's not wrong and I'm glad you can do that with your body but there is something much much beyond that which Krishnamacharya and our Guru Desi Kachar, his son, tried to project to the world and this and what they are doing is uh, it's very unique, it's it's treatment, it's therapy, yoga therapy, using yoga as a tool to cure diseases of the mind, the body and to you know create a holistic experience. Oh, so it's amazing. Really, yes, it's called Vini Yoga. So yoga is available to all, one and all. Okay, Doesn't matter. Yes, if you can breathe, you can do yoga. That is what our guru said. You're breathing, you can inhale okay. and exhale, you're alive, then you are able to do However, yoga. However, I find yoga very difficult. Not at all. So that, that is why you've been, you've been uh, you know, uh, introduced to uh, the asana part of okay. yoga, which is also this. We do chair yoga, we do yoga, you know, lying down. So yoga is uh, the definition of yoga. If you know uh, what we have studied, Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, it mm-hmm. says Chitta Vritti Nirodaha. Mm-hmm. Chitta is the mind. Mm-hmm. Vritti is the vagaries of the mind, the activities of the mind. Wow. Okay. Nirodaha is to regulate. It's mm-hmm. not to control. It is to regulate and channelize the mind in one single direction. Wow, okay. So mind is a monkey. So that is that is the general nature of the mind is a monkey. That's what Patanjali says. What is a what does a monkey do? The monkey's nature is to jump. It jumps from one branch to other. You can't control a monkey and make it sit in one place unless you probably give it anesthesia or something, which is not what we are looking at. So what we do is we maintain the true nature of that mind and try to focus in one direction of our choice. Okay. So that is yoga. So it is not about standing on your head or performing uh, brilliant feats. Not to worry, it is accessible to one and all. It is about the breath. So Krishna has said uh, in Bhagavad Gita, Yoga Karmasu Kaushalam. Whatever you do, do it with your complete focus, complete yeah. attention is, uh... and your passion. So whatever you do, suppose I'm talking to you now, my entire mind is focused here. One part of my mind should not be thinking about, have I hung my clothes right? Is it raining outside? Has my child gone to school? <laughs> have, I, have I switched off the cooker? No. So that is about channelizing your mind. But so that's that, what you say in your class also. You, I, very often you say that, you know, channelize your thoughts. Yes, bring back be your Be aware. Mind. You keep saying exactly. that. Yoga is about awareness. Yeah. It's about mindfulness. It's about being present in the moment. If you notice, the present moment is all that we have. Yeah. Yes. That's very nice, uh, nice introduction, uh, Jaya. So, 
now uh, because we're talking about yoga and because you yourself are also a strength coach so now i'd like to just correlate the both and ask you the importance of yoga for strength training strength. now this question is because i'm also a strength coach and i want people to understand how yes. do you how does this complement this how important is yoga for strength training and how strong do you get by doing yoga itself itself if you if you're talking about strength in the body and the mind yes both both yes. both can be addressed because i feel being having both are uh, mutually yeah. uh, exclusive of each other inclusive of each other so if you're strong in the mind you're strong in the body strong in the body you have a strong works mind, both right? ways yeah. yeah so mind is such a powerful tool which is what we try to target in yoga so there are two concepts in yoga mm-hmm. strength and flexibility okay so yoga tones the muscles all over your body mm-hmm. you know all the asanas that you do and it also brings balance with right. each other with the body as opposed to weight training what does weight training do and you're a mm. you're a coach so you know weight training isolates and flexes right. one muscle yeah. right muscle or a muscle group at a time so whereas yoga is not like that it addresses both so strength for the muscles and flexibility for the joints yeah. yes so actually so, you need yoga for mobility yes. also for your strength work you need doing compound works basically exactly it's very yeah. very important what i'm trying to say so if you're looking at building muscle then of course strength or weight training is the option yes. for you but uh, you know what ace defines your plan yes. you're an ace coach yourself yes. what what it uh, defines as you know it is progressively uh, heavier resistance overloading your yes progressively so progressive over, even for progressively overloading before you do anything say for instance if you're doing a snatch you need to first of all figure out your mo- shoulder mobility exactly the everything you do work of your yes. mobility for squat yes. you're working yes. on your yes. hip mobility your flexibility so totally. yoga actually works yes yoga uh, works on that so what happens is uh, yoga is the union of mind body and breath hmm. okay that is the definition the word yoga comes from the root word yuj okay yuj is a sanskrit word which means union or yoking Mm-hmm. So it is the yoking of the mind, body, and breath. So mm-hmm. all three are in the same place. If you attend one of my classes, you will know in that forty-five minutes you will be completely focused here. So yeah, because if you cannot, if you don't focus, you're you're like you're off balance. You won't be able to coordinate, yeah. right? So it's about the breath. So yeah. the, the uh, our guru says the quality of your breath determines the quality of your life. Yeah. which is so true so it's about being present being you know focused on the breath the longer you exhale the longer you exhale the longer your uh, mm. your life span and the quality of your life is going to improve it's okay. all about the breath right so that is what we focus on so you use the same breathing during your weight training and progressively overloading building strength through asanas through focused union of mind body and breath it's definitely going to give you a much uh, better uh, range of yes yeah. in your strength yeah. training or your weight training but as a, i i weight train myself 3 yeah. days a week so from experience so yoga it tones the muscles all over the body okay that's one so of the ideally so i have two questions from what you said right now one yes. is about the breath and the other is i like if you talk about the crux of strengthening when you do yoga what gets strengthened more your core or what you, i mean of course your mind does but what essentially gets really strong by doing yoga? by doing yeah so as i said yoga tones the muscles all yeah. over the body okay it reduces the risk of injury number mm. one because while weight training we are doing it without much awareness right listening to music and focus on like lifting but you need to uh, be aware okay. there also aware there also yeah. but so this the risk of injury and it conditions the body to perform better even your everyday activities mm. Okay, so that is like your walk, your your jumping, walking, your lifting mm-hmm. weights. All this yoga will help. Yoga use bo- uses both large and small muscles. Small muscles. 
Okay, and it has many movements like multi-dimensional movements, which are very very important, isn't it? Like twisting, back arches, side bends. We call it parshwa, purvatana. Mm-hmm. So twisting, side bends. It's, it's 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 a wide array of multi-dimensional movements, which will uh, you know. So it's a eccentric content, a concentric. Concentric. Uh, yeah, eccentric contraction is more focused. Okay. Uh, rather than con- concentric, we have eccentric contraction okay. in yoga. Okay. So the so the muscle it stretches as it contracts. Hmm. which is very unique hmm. so and uh, giving them a sleek elongated look of the body if you look going for the looks then hmm. it will give you a sleek elongated look increasing the flexibility in the muscles and the joints okay and that is what happens so, so basically the core is yes it increases strong. exactly the core and the spine strength it increases muscle endurance okay to be very clear with you okay. it increases specifically the, yes it okay. increases mu- muscle uh, endurance while holding a pose and while you repeat it So mm-hmm. we say dynamic and static postures, strength and flexibility. So we start with dynamic postures to improve your flexibility, mm-hmm. overall flexibility. It's not mm-hmm. one particular part of the body, which is obviously when you do a Surya Namaskar, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't normally advocate Surya Namaskar in my classes because I feel there are much more dynamic vinyasa flows. I do vinyasa flows. Vinyasa is flowing with your breath. Mm-hmm. So one breath, one movement. We flow through postures. We, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we keep a goal posture and we flow through postures. Okay. So it tones your overall body. Obviously, when you do a plank or a Chaturanga Dandasana. You, yeah, you, and then you flow from there. So okay. the the mobility is improved, the flexibility is improved. So does your strength. Mm-hmm. So you build your upper body strength in Shirsasana. We ask them to do a lot of dolphins for the okay. next time. So hundred dolphins a day is what wow. you need to do to build your upper body strength. So you lift your own body weight, right? So that's also progressively your yeah, you're increasing your endurance. Okay. That is what we do from an asana standpoint. Okay. But how about the breath control? The inhalation and exhalation pattern of yoga and strength training do differ at some points. Yes, right? it uh, definitely does because when you're lifting a weight from the floor, obviously you have we call it an external uh, resistance. resistance yes. So whereas here we use mostly the body weight rather, but but in in KYM we do for simplification process. So there's there are two things that you can do with us: intensify and simplify. So in mm-hmm. yoga therapy we simplify. Okay. Because you know, people normally come to us with injuries. They have probably mm-hmm. say a shoulder dislocation, and they are going through recovery and rehab, and they come for yoga therapy. So what we do, we use props, okay. like a chair for holding on, bending your elbows. All this will reduce the resistance. Whereas if when you when you do proper weights from the floor, you need to exhale while you are taking the weight away from gravity, right? And you use your mouth to exhale because of the VO two max, the oxygen uh, mm. consumption through the body. Even while climbing, I am I trek as well. So while climbing uh, mountains or while trekking, you see that you inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth is what is recommended. Mm. That is perfectly fine. But in yoga, since it's completely body weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we normally inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose, but there are various varieties of breathing. We use something called as ujjayi breathing. Ujjayi mm-hmm. breathing is when you use the throat. I've done this with yes, you. Yes, as a we, you inhale through the nose only, but then we imagine that there is a valve in the throat so, which opens and closes with every inhale, and we make a. Yeah. sound it's a so, little awkward when you do it initially and then you know to yes, get used to it yes but it's a brilliant it's it's, it's, a, it's only pranayama which can be used in asanas while work, mm-hmm. while doing your asanas you can breathe in ujjayi and it will check your breath whether okay. the quality of your breath whether you're ready for the posture mm-hmm. it is it's like a lighthouse you know it sends you signals okay. about how your body is on that day it masters the It, it clears. Sorry, it uh, it uh, clears the throat and masters the chest. Okay. Yeah. So it clears the whole thing. So it completely clears your uh, upper uh, respiratory tract. Okay. So it is really, really a beautiful uh, form of breathing. And normal breathing itself, what we do is we try to make the exhale wrong. Thoracic abdomen breathing is what mm. I recommend. 
So as you inhale, your chest rises, abdomen expands. As you exhale, chest falls, abdomen contracts. Mm -hmm. Awareness on this kind of breathing will definitely bring a marked change to your lifestyle. Because normally I have seen people do the opposite. When okay. you inhale, the abdomen goes in and yeah, you like yeah, that, which is wrong. So if you notice when a newborn baby... You can see the way but it But you don't do that with any other training also, right? Exactly. It's only with yoga you do that. Thoraco-abdomen breathing is very, very important. See, the diaphragm presses onto your abdomen, so the abdomen expands. The air doesn't go into the abdomen. There is no cavity or, you know, the esophagus. <laughs> but ideally, what happens, the diaphragm is a cone-shaped uh, organ, or muzzle, which is there uh, below the rib cage. So when it presses down to the abdomen, the abdomen expands. So it comes out. This is a very, very nice form of it also strengthens your core when you breathe like this. So right. I think this can be incorporated even during your weight training, but you can always exhale through the mouth. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter, but practice the thoraco abdomen breathing. It will definitely mm -hmm. work. It's all about awareness again. So now good. that you mentioned about uh, restoration and rehab and all that, like a lot of clients come to you with injuries and then you yes. So how yes. important is yoga for restoration and rehab? Because usually for... Uh, strength training uh, anybody who is uh, rehabbing we ensure that their rehab is over before they start strength training Correct. or we incorporate little bit of rehab work before they do strength before training. They strengthen. so how important or how does rehab or restoration work with yoga with yoga okay that's a very good mm -hmm. question so um, if you not see the essence of yoga is this okay mm -hmm. rehab more than 2000 years ago patanjali who was uh, you know the current today mm -hmm. founder of yoga what we follow is actually patanjali's yoga sutras mm -hmm. he was the one who created the whole thing so he described yoga as a preventive healing art okay mm -hmm. it's a preventive healing art a science and a philosophy that is what that was a basic definition of yoga from 2000 years ago it is for the purpose of blending the mind the body and the spirit mm -hmm. to achieve optimum health okay so the main goal of yoga was to achieve optimum health so when that comes to that point the physical aspects of yoga, they represent only two of the eight components as I already told you. So the physical therapists have only now, they have started to embrace the posture and breathing techniques used in this ancient practice mm. uh, for yoga therapy, for treating patients, for mm -hmm. treating diseases and for actually trying to, for therapy. Okay. Yeah, it's called chikitsa. So what sort of therapy are you talking about? Yeah, yoga therapy is now blooming as you know. It can be traced back to Shri, our Guru Tvithi Krishnamacharya was a pioneer of yoga therapy in the world mm -hmm. to be very clear with you. So he produced some uh, many influential teachers even TKV Desikachar, his son who is our Guru. So many have used, uh, so what yoga is used for managing BP, blood pressure, mm -hmm. for coping with the effects of cancer treatments mm -hmm. because a lot of damage which happens to cancer treatment, we, we do therapy for that or for treating symptoms of depression, anxiety, the mind as well, yes, yeah, it is a variant too, yes, yeah. and musculoskeletal issues as well can be dealt with like lower back, upper back pain, sciatica, shoulder pain, neck pain, all this is addressed but again, you need to believe. Mm. It is it is it is completely working with the mind and the body, of course, with combined with breathing and pranayama mm. and a lot of lot of breath work, lot of mind work is involved in this mm. therapy. Yes, and so yoga therapist he uh, works with uh, yoga moves and postures. So you ask me how the therapy is yeah. done, right? So it is done with yoga postures, with moves, 
Yoga is a holistic discipline. As I keep saying, it's mind, body, spirit are connected. So yoga therapy can go beyond the results possible with physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Physical therapy, we focus only on the on the physique, right, on the yeah. body. But this goes way beyond. Mm-hmm. So we can achieve much better results. It's complementary to physical therapy. So you need mm-hmm. to have physical therapy as well. Mm-hmm. But this will complement your physical therapy, which is already being undertaken. Okay. Or being done or rehab as you call it. So we are able to, account the back pain may be related. We also, we connect it to the mind. Say a person comes to us with back pain. So we will work on the history. We will work on the emotional quotient of that person. So we can equate, for example, we can equate back pain Mm. to a certain emotional element or from a lifestyle lifestyle, uh, uh, pattern. You know, something that they're doing wrong. This I've heard because I remember once when I spoke to a doctor, she said, when you have shoulder pain, it means you're you're carrying too much exactly. of stress. Exactly, an emotional like, baggage. Or too much of responsibilities, then your shoulder hurts a Correct. lot. So when you have so normally shoulder pain or frozen shoulder, we believe yoga believes that you know the lot of hidden emotions are there in that neck and shoulders. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had a patient. I mean, I, I don't want to reveal the name, but I had a patient once who, twenty years, she was suffering from frozen shoulder. She was sixty mm-hmm. plus, and we did not know all kinds of therapy, all kinds of ice and cold therapy, orthopedic. Everything was done, and she was not able to let go. So when we analyzed her history, and then we found out that she was holding on to this uh, emotional baggage. She was holding on to a grudge mm-hmm. about her daughter who had left the house 20 years ago and married somebody against her wishes she was not able to let go so the moment she forgave her daughter is when it started easing out so there is a lot of emotional quotient here yes connect so we we do something called as consultation we take one and a half hours when a patient comes to us we have a consultant specially for that who analyzes the history the emotional the physical you know the mind the mental whatever all the circumstances the history everything and we write it down and then we try to figure out where the problem it could be as I said it could be a physical movement pattern it could be other pattern it could be anything anything emotional pattern which is not serving them mm. which they need to let go just let go yes okay. so this is this is part of your restoration which means that they've gone through something bad and they have to like restore their restore health back the, yes exactly how about the same thing where you you are trying to prevent Yes. So is yoga also used to prevent? Definitely. So yoga, you know, builds up your system in such a way that, you know, as I said, injury. Hmm. Injury prevention. Yes, injury prevention is one of the most important things that you can achieve with a proper yoga practice, with Mm -hmm. the right teacher. Because today Mm -hmm. I have seen, uh, you know, not, not to sound negative, but people cropping up saying... We are yoga teachers, we work on stretching and more of flexing, more of the body, body, body. That's good in a way. But then again, you know, you need to, in, you need to blend it. Yes, exactly. So it is, you know, it helps you feel stronger when you, when you do weight. So I feel they both are mutually complementary mm-hmm. to each other, the mm-hmm. weight training and, and yoga. yoga. So both can help each other. So you feel stronger on the mat when you do weights and when you do weights, you have lesser risk of injury and you... That's really nice. Yes. That's a very nice so it is, I think it is, uh, it is yeah. more... You, both are required yeah so yeah and usually when you start even before start starting a workout you do a bit of stretching exactly exactly exactly. can be a part of this also yes so yoga builds functional mobility Mm -hmm. so what is functional mobility is moving your joints through a wide range of motions Mm -hmm. you need that no while doing a snatch or a push jerk you use your barbells your kettlebells your you need you need that that really helps so it strengthens the fast twitch muscles Mm -hmm. i mean i'm sure you know what it involves a number of single-sided cross-sided movements and these all enhance coordination Mm -hmm. it's very important to have balance and coordination in the body so it also delays the onset of uh, any other diseases it it prevents parkinson's alzheimer's Mm -hmm. you know when you do proper yoga meditation breathing 
you will not you'll be at a zero risk of you know getting all mm-hmm. these dementia or you know stuff like that so it's better to uh, stay focused okay and do a good practice so uh, when when we when mm. talking about yoga yeah. the white belief is that yoga is for women women okay, okay so more i know there are a lot of men also practice yes. yoga because yes. there are a lot of gurus are all men so yes. and you know you have a lot of men tutors also but mostly it's believed that yoga is for women so but then i i also understand a lot of people feel that yoga is, is a more comfortable zone for them so to be in yes. so how important or how Uh, essential is yoga for women and in what ratio would you put yoga and strength especially for women women okay for, see uh, i wouldn't uh, segregate it as women and men because a lot of men students is every we are human beings right we all yeah, but, uh, have the same emotions i have seen a lot of yes. people doing men also doing yoga yes. why i'm addressing specifically for this is women. for women is because most women think yoga is their comfort zone comfort and they don't want to lift weights because they think they'll bulk correct up. correct correct, so, correct no no that that is a myth which yeah. i have been trying to uh, bust for years now see i got into uh, strength training at a right old age of 34 <laughs> probably after my second delivery um, 32 33 i am not sure so uh, yeah so i even i was under the myth that you know i will i will bulk up i become like arnold well that's see we don't have that hormone yes, which is something which we need to you know educate people about <laughs> Yes. Uh, unless we take the supplements. Yes. So most of these bodybuilder women that you see who you feel are looking like men, well, they have taken the male hormone as supplements to bulk up. So which we are not going to do. So the goal is different. So exactly. So it's that's definitely not. In fact, the the heavier you lift, the more you will tone. Yes. Is what I keep telling all my students. So fat loss happens with the little exactly. Bit of heavy yes. Yeah. So you work your cardio, you work your strength, everything. So it's 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 a it's a very important. So bringing in iron into your system, like lifting weights, is so important, especially for women above thirty thirty five. For improving your bone density, your osteoporosis will be delayed, will not set yeah. in. So along with yoga, it will complement. Just yoga is not going to help you, but you need. to lift weights at least two days a week so work with the proper trainer so yoga is good for flexibility it's good for relaxation but to be truly fit you have to combine it with an activity like running or lifting so yoga practice is a weight bearing exercise right so which means that it will provide some benefits in muscular strength and bone density but yoga also builds shoulder stability hip yes. stability so all that is your basis hmm. for lifting weights and how to get really strong you would need to practice a lot of dynamic static uh, yoga mm-hmm. to enhance strength which we mm-hmm. won't be able to do which is yeah. a two hours a day uh, so instead of doing that you can you can i would recommend you know doing two to three weight training sessions in a week and then complement it with two to three yoga, yoga. sessions for our kind of lifestyle yeah. i think that would be the but best but if if a person is looking only for like a calm mental and physical balance and yes. most trying to restore to good mm. health mm. yoga itself might just definitely enough. definitely see yoga yeah. lowers your risk of depression yeah. your anxiety it's more more um, effective than physical therapy and cheaper as well yeah <laughs> that then you know at uh, it reduces pain anxiety depression okay it also improves your spinal mobility Hmm. So, which is again a win-win situation. Yeah. So, physically, mentally, or reduces stress, lowers the BP, improves your heart function. Yeah. So, all that is is definitely good. It makes you stronger yeah. physically and mentally. So, that's what you're looking at. It benefits the mind, body, and, hmm. and spirit. That is the basic definition. So, it helps tone your body also, and helps you be present in the moment, which is what we are all which looking for. Which is what for. we need to do. Exactly. Apart from all the running exactly. around. Exactly. 
and not to mention the positive energy so it's like a infusion of a positive yeah. energy to your spirit so definitely if you're only looking for that but please do something please do at least a bit of both yes. is essential for both women specifically very essential, very you know so that's really very something true. that i've tried to tell people like weight Correct. training is essential for women as much as, as what much you as choose to do other than weight training very good yeah very true very true and restorative yoga uh, see i do restorative yoga two days a week at uh, the yoga studio where i teach hmm. called monar so restorative yoga is very very important because it's about a it's a practice of slowing down mm-hmm. so we're always on the move we're always what to do what to do next you know so the our mind is programmed to be like that so when do we when do we slow down so this is a process of uh, slowing down it opens out the body through passive stretching so we use mm-hmm. a lot of props it's a typical restorative class you may not move at all in fact you'll probably be holding a posture for say 2 3 minutes and you will be breathing so okay. what happens is the muscles automatically let go so it, it is supported by props it's based on the teachings of bk zayanga yes okay. so it was one of the most important uh, you know path breaking yoga exponents of our time again a student of t krishnamacharya of our guru as well mm. so that it completely different he he focused more on the physical aspects but restorative yoga was given to us by bk zayanga he said it's okay to use props people mm. feel using props is a sign of weakness well i beg to disagree <laughs> That's not But how so it works. So, what sort of props do you use? So, we use blocks, we use folded mats, we use straps. So, the more you let your body relax on these props, see you the, the tension, the hidden tension. There's a lot of hidden tension in the body. So, when I correct my students, I notice that they are actually holding on when they don't need to. Mm-hmm. It's an automatic process. So, when you're sitting down itself, cross-legged, you'll feel like you need to hold on to the thigh. You you have that tension. Whereas I have noticed myself sometimes I clench yes, without realizing. Yes, exactly. That's so, what I'm trying to say. You clench. Fist, yes. I know that I'm actually holding on. Holding on. Without so you realizing. You need to let go. So it's it's a conscious process. So when you use props, say for example, my I have very tight hips, okay, and I have a knee issue. So I normally use a couple of blocks under my knees and a folded mat under my hip, okay, so I sit on it. So that helps me ease out. I'm able to sit for a longer period of time, and those muscles also let go. So restorative yoga works on that uh, that concept. Okay. It's about slowing down. It's about letting go. It's about breathing. It's about being present in the moment. But this is this is like a fantastic thing that I actually wanted you to talk about. Yes. Basically, currently we did speak about strength training. We did talk about yoga. But ideally, I I want to hear it from you. What is it to live a wholesome life? Hmm. And what what is like your takeaway points essentially for us to live a wholesome and a happy and a healthy life? Yes, to live a happy and healthy life. Now that is something which comes from within. Yeah. So I have realized that over a period of time, I used to look for it outside, and I used to get. See, it's about. See, I uh, I follow a wide range of um, gurus. I mean, I I'm, I'm an Isha meditator. I practice heartfulness meditation. So my life changed. Again, it's an everyday practice. So it's about being mindful. It takes mind. Yoga and my yoga takes mindfulness to a different level. So I don't take anything personally. so which is i mean you, you might tell me oh it's very easy to practice but then i feel it's a sense of freedom for myself okay the moment i let go i take things as they come accepting things as they come mm-hmm. and going with the flow I meaning these are all cliched words which you have heard but to practice it is a completely different it takes ball, a while yeah? to it does but it's about everyday practice it's about reminding yourself it's about being mindful mm-hmm. so see for example things happen i don't plan The most most things I plan is a trip. Yeah, it's my three months. Every four months I go up to the Himalayas, which is my which is my. And every time I go to the Himalayas, I have at least five or six roadblocks. Believe me, it is not easy. I know you. You always say that, and you it have to take on your own path. Yes, I have two yeah. kids. My elder one is in tenth standard, so I can come up with excuses. People say, "Oh, you're so lucky." 
it is not about luck it's about working hard for it about believing in something and going for it in spite of hurdles will come mm-hmm. i take hurdles i take uh, roadblocks as positivity something it's time to teach me something mm-hmm. every single person who has left me deserted me ditched me you know backstabbed me whatever you call it you know i could have sat and whined about it and said that no but i i chose to you know let go forgive them for me mm-hmm. and keep moving so it's about it's not about being selfish it's about self love which i have learned over a period of time there is a 40, difference right because very very big difference lot of people think self love is being selfish yes, and is. by that they hurt others correct so okay. it doesn't matter yes. so again other people's opinions are other people's opinions as yes. long as your family is okay with you i've realized that family is my backbone and it's about my integrity right so the way i present myself the way and my children are learning a lot from me and I feel I should be. I I don't make mistakes. We are all human. We make mistakes, but then we don't wallow in that. We keep yeah. moving on. We try not to make the same mistake again and be present in the moment and accepting things. Very very important. Very very important. So do what you you like to do. Very yes. important in life. Yes. So and do it with a lot of with passion. And passion. With passion. Yeah. Completely. Whenever you do something, yoga ha karma su kaushalam. Do it with your complete heart, complete soul. Be present. It's really, really, really nice, Jaya. Yeah. So nice to hear that from you because I myself feel like a student sitting and listening to you. Because you, Shiba, you come em- a long way. No, yes. You yes. emanate a lot of positivity. Positive. A lot of yes. there's so Practice. much of glow in you, and there's so much of uh, intelligence in whatever you say. Because I think it's, it's all your years yes, experience. Exactly. You've been there, done that. I meditate a lot. Yes, I meditate, and I keep telling people at least for ten minutes, sit by your with yourself. You know, people are very scared to be alone these days. I wonder why, because I love to travel alone. I found my greatest strength while traveling alone in the Himalayas and Rishikesh, wherever. Nowadays, I I feel you know being alone. I need my space. So mm-hmm. beyond ten o'clock in the night, even my kids don't disturb me. They know it's my me time. I meditate. Whatever, just sit quietly by yourself. Go inwards. Introspection. Trust me. All your doubts, everything you know, you have the answers inside. Mm-hmm. It's the cosmic consciousness is is a part of you, right? We are yeah. a drop in the ocean. and we become the ocean so yeah. that is what i believe in yeah. so it's always better to spend time with yourself yes. connect to yourself you are your best friend you can be your worst enemy as well so try try not <laughs> we are mostly uh, that to ourselves exactly. we are just our enemies never love ourselves exactly so the the, the glow is is a cosmetic yes i do use cosmetics but then this doesn't come out of god <laughs> trust me it's about loving myself yeah i come first whatever happens so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> you cannot be as as uh, steve jobs said no unless you want you want to be like by everybody you have to sell ice cream fine yeah. won't sell ice cream so we exactly so it doesn't matter yeah. you know you be your best friend and you uh, say so whatever you do do it with your complete attention even cooking when you do it with complete passion and you're present there in the moment that is yoga yeah your weight training is yoga yeah even your sleep is yoga nidra when you're aware hmm. okay so that is a that is about all but i know i'm sharing and what i have been through it's an everyday practice so amazing yeah. talking to you jaya like thank you so as much as i introduced i think people now believe that whatever i said was true because you have you're like a treasure trove of information <laughs> and i'm sure a lot of people want to reach out to you and oh, train okay. with you yes. so can you tell us where you actually train and how we can reach out to you sure yeah so i do uh, um, i've been teaching at the studio called monad yoga studio this is in besanagar adya you know this is a uh, i i can give you the phone number so i teach there five days a week we have a wonderful variety of teachers here we do all styles of yoga it's a very mm-hmm. holistic place it's a very positive place as you can see yeah it's a very yes, beautiful it's place. a very beautiful uh, place where we believe that yoga is a holistic tool mind body breath it's not just the body so you can 
try out all our teachers it's not just me we have all styles krishnamacharya we have ayengar uh, style of yoga shivananda we have meditation everything so you can always reach out to me i do restorative classes here twice a week and um, i can share you it's called m o n a d monad yoga studio the landline number is uh, 044 2446555 you can always reach out to them or you can drop in in person we are very uh, close we are next near the bus stand here in in Pesanagar uh, so you can always reach out to us and uh, this is what i do thank you so much jaya yeah, for spending you your time much. and sharing yeah. so much of information and yeah. i definitely come and come and uh, attend your please do attend a class <laughs> yeah you yeah. feel free our trial classes are always happening so just walk in yes yeah. so yeah, and uh, yeah connect to yourself thank you so, so much thank you so much yeah, yeah thank you so much yeah. shiba it was wonderful yeah. talking to you have a nice day guys bye bye bye